0: Hello and welcome to the Soul Amplified Podcast. I am Vanessa Grace, your host. I'm glad that you're listening in today because you're going to learn a lot of really awesome things. Today I want to talk about the differences between intuition and our fear response or our trauma response. You guys know that I love talking about these two topics. Um, intuition and then how trauma um, is created in a person and then how they heal it. And so this is actually something that can get very confusing within a person because they don't know if the thoughts that they're having, the feelings that they're having, or the ideas that they're getting are coming from inner wisdom and intuition or if they are coming from an anxiety, trauma, fear, response. And I say those together because they have a lot of connection. So first, let's talk a little bit about intuition. Intuition, for each person, comes to them a little bit differently. For me, it comes in the form of sentences popping into my mind, um, like someone is speaking them to me or it will also come as a fully formed idea that will come into my mind. Um, and I'll just have this idea of how I could do something. And it will also come in the form of an image. Maybe if I wanna create something visually or I know exactly what I want something to look like, the, the image of what I want will um, come to me. Well, not necessarily what I want, but the image that I'm being given, right? And so those are a few ways that intuition can happen, and those are the ways I experience it. But there's also even more ways than that. There are some people that experience intuition um, through more abstract imagery with colors or shapes, Um, and I struggle to even describe that one more fully because I don't experience it in that abstract way Um, People could experience it out in the world not just in their mind, but being um, have synchronicities happen to them or having um, Repeated things being shown to them in the physical world around them and they have to pick up on the clues Um, maybe it is seeing the same sign repeatedly in one day, and they're like, am I having deja vu? But really it's their intuition showing them that they need to follow that concept or um, continuing to see feathers on the ground or pennies on the ground or continuing to hear the same song in the world around them. And so when you experience synchronicities or moments of deja vu where you're like, didn't I just have that, or why is this thing showing up around me all the time? Those can be ways that intuition would show up in your physical environment or through sight. Um, people also experience intuition through smells. They can experience delightful smells, disgusting smells, um science-y, chemical-y smells, herb smells. And people may use this to help them know um, how to create something if their business um, involves smells or um, in their personal life, if, if scent is a large part of their hobby, that could be important to them. And so there are, let me look at my notes really quick. There are probably a couple other ways that I missed that you could use intuition, but, um, Those are ways that it can come. Now, when someone gets an intuition moment, the body feels a certain way. And it feels differently than if you're in a fear response or a trauma response or an anxiety moment. And so you're going to hear the difference as I go over it. When you experience intuition and then you feel like you know something to be true... There's a sense of calmness with it. You you could when you're first learning about intuition, you could be like, wait, did I just experience that? And have kind of curiosity and this feeling of, whoa, is this really happening? This is kind of cool and amazing. But when you really tune into your intuition and understand it more, the feeling that's going to happen in your body is going to be one of clarity. Your body will be calm when it experiences intuition. It will just know in a central, soulful way that what you were just told through whatever way you were told it is truth. Now, it may not be factual truth that you can point to on the internet or in science or in a book somewhere um, and say this is a fact somewhere, but it can feel like an inner knowing that you, you can't point why you know it, but you just know that you know it, and it feels calm and true, and your body is not uh, twisted and racked um, racked up and spun around. Um, there's a feeling of assurance. There can be a feeling of trust and hope. Even if the message that the intuition is giving you is one of danger or caution, there can still be, this is true, this is a true caution that I'm being told right now. And the initial response in you will be one of knowing and calmness, and then your reaction to the truth, if it's hard or negative, um, could be one of fear. But if you've been given that intuitive truth, then you probably have somebody on your side that you believe in that is standing by your side in the spiritual realm. And so you can trust that the spiritual realm is fighting for you and looking out for your best wishes. Now, I believe that the spiritual world is always looking out for us and everybody. um, But I know not everyone in the world believes in that. And so when a person discovers intuition and can connect into it, they can learn for their own personal truth this kind of wide-eyed realization that, oh, I am cared about and I am safe and I am loved and I am being protected. And that experience happens in your body when you work with your intuition. And so that may sound and feel very different to you as I explain what it is like in someone's mind when they're having a fear response, a trauma response, an anxiety response. And so when a person has an idea that is, I'm, I'm just gonna start using trauma response and you'll understand why as you listen um, rather than listing all all three. So a trauma response is going to have a lot of thoughts with it and they're going to be thoughts that are about well what about this well what about that what if this is what's going to happen and it's a lot of what if thinking it's a lot of worst case scenario thinking and imagining the worst case scenario and then letting that scenario play out in the person's mind um, resulting in something that's uncomfortable and awful and then they're wondering You know, is this really what's going to happen? Is this a premonition? Is this truth? Is that why I thought of it? Because it's true. Um, All of that, you know, is also lack-based thinking or um, thinking that there isn't the possibility of goodness because uh, the person is locked in um, to the fear-based thinking. So what's happening with that is that the person's fight or flight system has been activated. When the fight or flight system is activated, our mind starts shuffling through options about what to do and our bodies are in go mode, blood rushes away from the torso to be able to give blood to the arms and the legs so that you can move. And so your digestion slows down, your reproductive organs slow down, and um, I don't want to misrepresent myself, but I think that more more of everything goes to the lungs and the heart as well. That would make sense to me, but I actually am not don't know if that's factual, but it makes sense to me. And so, when you're in fight or flight, your your body is you know got in, got all the blood going to those places so that it can do quick action and can save you. And now it needs to figure out where the danger is. And so, if you're in fight or flight mode, danger alarm bells is going off in your mind. And so, you're constantly searching for the danger. Now, in modern society, when we don't have tigers running after us, as in caveman days, um, the danger looks different. And so the danger starts looking like um, not getting into the school that we wanted to get into. It starts looking, in, starts looking like wondering if we're going to be able to pay the rent. It starts looking like, did that person's comment to me mean more than, than I first thought it did? or it looks like being really, really embarrassed that you said something and wondering if everybody else is judging you because you're now seeking for the danger if your body is in fight or flight. And it is very easy for a person who has experienced trauma to go into fight or flight. It's something called a river of embodied anticipations. So when you have enough experiences in your life Um, And it doesn't have to be experiences that you remember, because our bodies remember everything that happened to them. And so if you experience something frequently enough in your life, when any sense of that experience pops up again, um, your body can react like, oh, we're in danger mode because X, Y, and Z are happening. And that usually means that uh, this awful thing is going to happen. And so X, Y, and B could be happening while you're having a great time with your friends. And then your river of embodied anticipations will pop up and be like, oh, our body knows to anticipate something bad when X, Y, and Z happens. And so now we're going to be in fight or flight. Even though you're in the middle of the time with your friends, you've ticked three of the boxes of danger is coming. And so now you need to start seeking for the danger. But you don't know that it has consciously, you don't know consciously that it's, been triggered because of those old things, so you start looking for something in the moment to make it make sense. And with everything that is happening in the world right now, you could be getting triggered right and left with old trauma fears, Um, but you would think that they're about what's happening now, but they could be about what happened to you or what didn't happen to you a long time ago. Because remember that trauma is things that happened that weren't good, and trauma is also things that should have happened but didn't, like good eye contact and lots of touching from your parents. That's positive loving touch and um, positive attention with them and interaction with them. So if those things didn't happen, um, but they also never um, never did anything they shouldn't have done, that's still trauma because you didn't get certain buckets filled that humans need in their... Uh, human development. And so when awful things are happening around us or when things happen around us that are regular but activate uh, old stuff in us, then we go into trauma response. And that is fight or flight. And it's what if thinking. It's worst case scenario thinking. It's second guessing your thoughts. And what it feels like in your body is you're like, I feel insecure right now. I just had this thought, and is that thought my intuition telling me that something is wrong? Or is that um, or is that me just overreacting and the person can't decide between the two? Now, sometimes it is a primal response of danger um, and saying, this doesn't feel safe right now, and so I need to leave because of a primal response. Um, and that, should be listened to, but there is also a version of that where this feels dangerous not because it's a primal response, but because it ticks off X, Y, and Z, but it's actually safe. And so how to deal with the difference between intuition and fear response. If you're having a thought and you're like, I can't tell if this is me being helped by the spirit world or my higher self or just my own inner intuition, you know, wherever you believe intuition comes from? Or is this me um, having anxiety, fear, trauma reaction? Notice your body. Is your body calm and relaxed? Or is your body pent up, agitated? Um, is your nervous system flooding? Is your heart pounding? All of those things are going to be indicators that that is a fight or flight trauma response and not your intuition talking to you. You're going to want to pay attention to the general feel of the situation. If the general feel of the situation is one of assurance and truth and safety in that truth, then you're having an intuition moment. If you feel that you can't trust it, if you are suspicious of it, if you are second-guessing it, and it doesn't feel... Calmness and the sense of it is danger um, or uncertainty within yourself and lack of trust, then that is more likely to be a trauma, fear, anxiety response. And so what do we do when we're, as you're listening to me, you're finding that maybe you're in, you know, um, fight or flight more than you would like in your thoughts. So what we need to do is we need to Stop the sympathetic nervous system from being activated, um, which is the fight or flight response, and activate the parasympathetic nervous system. Um, The sympathetic nervous system is stress. The parasympathetic nervous system is the one that is calm. Imagine yoga, but not that you have to do yoga to be in parasympathetic, but just it's calm, it's even, it's joyous. And so you can do some deep breathing to help calm it down. You can engage in calm, loving touch with yourself or with others, even um, fiddling with your own hair, putting your hand on your face, stroking your own arm um, at um, a slow, loving rate, like you might imagine petting an animal that you really care about. Good hugs from other people can help calm the nervous system if you touch heart to heart with them while you're hugging and then just engage in a long hug that can kind of reset both of you to calm your nervous systems down. Engaging in mindfulness is very helpful. Mindfulness is focusing on whatever you're doing in the moment so right now i'm recording my podcast and so right now i'm fully focused on this there's things happening in my house around me in the world outside but i'm literally paying attention to my notes because i have some chicken scratch in front of me i'm paying attention to looking at my video camera right at the green dot and i'm noticing my microphone and sometimes my water and all the surrounding sounds i'm letting those go i'm focused in my mind my phone has buzzed a few times i i just shut it out and didn't even pay attention to it and so it's focusing on the thing that you're doing with intention and so you know mowing the lawn might be considered boring but you could mow the lawn and feel your feet press against the earth as you walk you can feel the blades of grass as you're walking through the lawn while you're getting it prepared, you know, picking up sticks and rocks and stuff like that, you can feel the pressure on your hands as you're holding the handle and um, pressing whatever lever you use to mow your lawn. You can hear the engine as it's happening, and you can feel it if it's pulling you forward. And so you're noticing what's happening in your body. You're noticing sounds, and you're allowing yourself to be fully present um, and not pulled away into the future. If you get distracted by a memory, you just say, nope, I'm focusing on this right now. I'm being in the moment. If you start thinking about your to-do list or what's coming next, you say, no, I'm thinking about what's happening right now in this moment, the one that I'm living, because you're only actually ever living one moment at a time. So also what helps the parasympathetic nervous system, the calm nervous system be in charge, is having less on your to-do list. It involves going slower, maybe give yourself more time to do things. And because we are all so busy, that is a laughable thing to say, (laughs) ha 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 Vanessa, I possibly couldn't be doing less. Well, for some of us, the current situation has given us the opportunity to do less. For some of us, it has given us the opportunity to do more um, or the expectation to do more. Um, And so really, it's a time to ponder your priorities and what is the most important thing in life right now. Is it family? Is it managing the budget? Is it ensuring that you have everything that you need? is it taking care of your mind and not taking in too much excess information that stresses you out it's paying attention to what the priorities are in your life right now and making that the short list of things that you're going to do and so when you know your priorities you can put the other things on the back burner for later you can delegate them to others, and that means other members of your family. If you run a business, that means delegating it to staff, or you could hire out some of that help to other contractors um, in your business world, or at home, you could hire out other help if that's possible right now or in the future. And so there's a lot of things that you can do to activate your parasympathetic nervous system so that you become in a calm state. So let's review really quickly. When you experience a moment where you are wondering, "Um, am I being told this by God, Spirit, my higher self, just my inner knowing, or is this me being worried? Pay attention to how your body feels. Does it feel amped up? Does it feel calm? Are your thoughts racing? Is there a sense of knowing within you that something is true? Or is there a lot of questioning and spinning? Do you feel assured, clear, safe, and secure? Or do you feel scared, questioning, and lack trust? And that's just a quick synopsis between the two. Please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram right now if you're having um, stress with life. Um, Just send me a quick DM right now. I'm just getting back to people with a voice recorded message, helping them with their problem um, right now and giving you some quick feedback. I know that people are um, having a lot of reactions throughout the day. I have different reactions to what's happening, depending on what information I'm taking in or where my mind is. So I know that other people need support too. And so I'm offering myself to you, DM me and you know, let me know how you need help right now. And I will get back to you same day, probably pretty quickly and let you know. Um, what you can do to help yourself out and give you some ideas. Everybody have, um, have a wonderful day. Take care of yourself and go be amazing. Thanks for tuning in, Soul Sister. Do you want to hear from me more? Sign up for my Transforming Your Codependency text messages straight to your phone every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for inspiration and education. To sign up, text PEACE to 877-338-0875. To spread this message far and wide, screenshot listening to this podcast and share it on social media. Be sure to tag me. I love hearing how you're growing. Get amplified.